Mike Young here for those of you that can't read or see of the Makeover Master in, live inside the Championship Leadership Group. I don't know how we've connected. I think we actually connected through Zach Babcock's podcast group. I think so. I think so. Uh, you came and if, in my and if you're if you're blind and you can't see or read or or hear, yeah. welcome. It's amazing that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I like starting my podcast off like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks for being here, but yeah, the makeover master and, and, uh, we're working together, uh, putting some things together for myself, but really the reason I reached out today was we have, of course, coronavirus, the president just said, Hey, extended, uh, like stay your ass at home, uh, invitation to April 30th. Yeah. And, um, and these are unprecedented times for, I think just about all of us, uh, probably all of us. You know, we've all gone through hard times before, of course, or different, you know, like 2008 with the real estate bubble yeah. or uh, 2001, the, kind of the tech bubble and, and now, but nothing like this where the entire world is impacted because of this invisible virus that we got going on. And I actually, I do know one or two people personally that have contracted the virus. Mm. Is that, is that a right term? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. But, um, but yeah, so you know, a little bit more real for me. It's definitely a real thing. And, um, and it's also just like life also has to go on and continue. And I've, I've just noticed that you are doing a great work in that area, creating a lot of value, um, continuing to move. And uh, I know you have a unique story too. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about your story first, and then um, we can get into what's going on now and how we can continue to move forward. Yeah, you know, a uh, brief, brief uh, story synopsis is, is really I was the guy that decided I wanted to be an entrepreneur after running a, a fairly large company. Um, 2008 took my company down and also took a lot of my self-esteem, my money with it. Yeah. I went from a liquid millionaire to $200,000 in debt in less than six months. And I, I, wanted, I wanted what I think a lot of people want, which is how do I, how do I create a business where I get to kind of work when I want, where I want, uh, travel with my family and friends, um, have money arrive in my bank account without 
you know, 250 employees without all this massive complexity. And I actually, I, th I think looking back now, I think I was delusional a little bit. I thought it was going to be easy because I just built something from scratch to 10 offices, 250 employees. I just had this mindset of to do it on my own with a couple employees is going to be really quick, really quick yeah. fix. I immediately was proved wrong by the marketplace. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I began trying and testing different things. Bus business ideas would come to me. I would say, that's a good idea. And I'd build a logo and social media and a website around it. And I'd go try and sell it. And between 2008 and 2014, I tried 50 different things. 47 of them failed. Uh, and, and so I began to get fascinated in the process of it all. Like, why, why did these three take off and do really, really well? And why did these 47 other fail? What were the, the patterns and the consistency? And so that kind of led me to where I, what I do today is I, I was taking, I was buying every book. I was going to all the seminars. I was going to the events. I was buying all the software. And yet eight and a half years into the process for me, my business still wasn't working. Um, I was depressed and frustrated and felt shameful. Like, like I'm the, man, I'm the man of the house. I'm supposed to be taking care of my family. Yet my business wasn't working. I did have three businesses that did fairly well between 2010 and and 14. Um, and that, that's where the majority of my investment came into myself, my own personal development was, I was taking all of our revenue that was coming my way. And I was immediately dumping it back in going to uh, lead pages, conferences and Fusionsoft conferences and all that stuff, just trying to figure out the game. How do you get this thing, this business to a place where it's making money when it's not not all that complex. And it took me a long time to figure that out. Yeah, so you, you did go through some difficulties in 2008 and, um, and then uh, went through this big process of, you know, 50 attempts and three, three successes. And, and then w when did the Makeover Master come into play with everything? I started a company uh, in 2015. My business partner that I'd started a couple of businesses with, he decided to take a consulting gig and, and he mm -hmm. said, hey, I want to go do this. I said, okay, if you're going to do that, I actually want to put myself out there with my own brand and, and run my thing because essentially I was hiding between 2008 and 14. Yeah. I was like the behind the scenes partner doing all the support and all the website stuff. But really everybody that, that knew who I was, it was just a support email. So I was behind the scenes. And then, so 2015, I began putting myself back out there. I created a graphic design company and ran with that for a couple of years. And then, and then it just kind of, I was processing a lot of information for myself, going through a lot of mindset work and personal development and personal growth. Yeah. And then I began journaling every day and that turned into a book that turned into me kind of making over my own mindset, my own life, my own business. And then it just started to stick like, Hey, I've kind of made over this. We make over clients websites and their look. And like, I think there's something around the makeover master. And to be honest, it was a lot easier to find that domain than MikeYoung.com. <laughs> well, so it, yeah. it was just one of those things that kind of fell into place. And so that, that's, I mean, I really enjoy helping people break through different phases of the business because I've kind of been through all of them. And at least in that infancy stage where you're like, why isn't this working? And I can't figure out why. And there's a lot of mindset stuff that entrepreneurs have to deal with. And I, I think that's kind of comes down to the environment we're dealing with today. 
yeah. you immediately see how hardwired we are in our DNA and our biology. We're really fearful and vulnerable creatures. And yeah. it kind of, I, I didn't even realize how much this stuff is ingrained in us until I was at the supermarket. And this is like maybe a week into the coronavirus type of thing. Yeah. Somebody, somebody coughed behind me. And I was like, you know, I immediately kind of turned around. I was like, holy crap, that's, that's Taking cover like, like someone's shooting at you. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, that's not, <laughs> like our brains are hardwired right. to yeah. protect ourselves, you know? And so there's a tremendous opportunity today to be a leader to others because most people, uh, most humans are kind of like Homer Simpson, you know, <laughs> they, they just kind of, they, they go to work and they it. don't think about too much and they go about their day. And so this is just heightening a couple of things. Uh, a lot of businesses that are kind of paycheck to paycheck, like 53% of Americans are, um, you're seeing businesses make massive pivots and adjustments. You saw Grant Cardone's uh, part, he just shut down a whole division of his company yeah. in one, one swoop. Yeah. And you're also seeing how many people really can use a little bit of an encouragement and advice and support during this time. So the, the opportunities are, are massive right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like uh, food, shelter, security, like safety is all at the bottom. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think automatically is heightened right now for people is just trying to survive and make it through this. You see, um, how, you see how crazy it is because people go all of a sudden they're buying toilet paper. Like it's, you know, yeah. and, but, but what that is, is we, we really crave control. We don't like change. Mm -hmm. Because our caveman brains are, are say, if it's change, that thing over there is uncertain to me. And uncertain yeah. might mean death. And so yeah. we just don't like change. We don't like rocking the boat. And so as you think about that, it's like, okay, what can I control? And so people pick the weirdest things that they can control to feel <laughs> safe. And right. some people pick toilet paper, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is, that has been an interesting one, right? And I think. <laughs> You're right on there, right? So what's, um, talk maybe a little bit about your experience in 2008. Like, is there, just for comparison purposes for you, like really kind of losing it all in a short amount of time, which is really what happened to a lot of, a lot of people have been impacted. I don't know if they've quite lost it all yet, but it seems like that's a definite possibility depending on how long this goes for, for many. And, and how did you make that shift? Like, I think there's a lot of people out there automatically are like, what can I do, right? They're in this, mm. this like, what I'm doing is not working because of what's happened and we're all at home. Like I need to, I need to shift and figure something else out and figure it out quickly. And I feel like a lot of people are shifting and trying to figure that out at the same time. Yeah. People come up with the same answers, right? Like I'm going to give away a bunch of value and, and free and uh, virtual and you know, whatever. And that doesn't necessarily, that, that makes it hard for everybody to differentiate themselves as well. Mm -hmm. um, if everybody's doing that at the same yep. time. So. Yeah, I think, um, you know, going back to 2008, I now view it as like a blessing in disguise. I'm really grateful for that experience because it, it realigned my own value structure around what's important and what's not. But I think, I think it's interesting because I had my identity wrapped up into what I did. Yeah. And so the stuff I had, the, the company I had, the house, the cars, what, what I did and what I had was my identity. So when all that got stripped away, uh, that's when people really get 
depressed or suicidal and all those things is if you strip away somebody's identity and then they they're not able to see hope they're not able to see the way out of it um that's when people get suicidal and and my brother-in-law and we think we've talked about this my brother-in-law took his own life in 2015 uh that was like my wake-up call that was like okay life is short you never know what's going to happen doesn't it make sense to actually just decide what you want to get and go after it? Because if, if life's going to end in one week or 30 years from now, I get to choose how I want to write those chapters. You know, yeah. if there's, if there's 30 chapters or 40 chapters left in my story, how do I want to choose to write them? So there's, there's so many things that we can do today. And, and that time hardwired my brain to look for solutions instead of focusing on the problems. And I think it's, it's as simple as that. It's a subtle shift in your mental attitude to say, all of this stuff is not necessarily happening to me. It's happening for me or it's creating opportunities. Where are the opportunities right now? Where are the, where are the gaps? So you mentioned like this, this everybody's providing value. Like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to ramp up my posting right now. I'm going to, create a free webinar. I'm going to create a little ebook. I'm going to do all this stuff. And what I'm finding is that they're skipping one basic thing, which is all business comes through other people and all money comes from other people's bank accounts into yours for an exchange in value. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't been doing four or five, six, seven years of posting and value adding to your audience, those automated things tend not to work, especially right now. You end up, you end up bleeding into this sea of desperate people that are like, check out my $37 masterclass on energy healing right now. And so how you avoid that is you go directly what builds the trust the fastest, which is direct one-on-one human-to-human connection. And so what I'm doing a lot right now is I basically have an hour every day. I'm a part of about eight Facebook groups where I I know the admin, um, I know the owner of the group, I know the group vibe and community, and I'm spending about an hour a day just looking for questions I can help people. Um, so about wake up, you know, have coffee, whatever, kids are at home, like I got this art, you know, my, my kitchen table is now on art supplies yeah, yeah. for my daughter. <laughs> um, but an hour a day, and I'm just answering questions, adding value, trying to point people in the right direction, some of those conversations lead to a messenger where it's like, Hey, it would be great to get to know you a little bit better. Let's just have a 15 minute virtual coffee together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm spending about another hour of my day. I'm reaching out to literally everybody that I know. And I'm just asking them, how are you doing? Is there anything you need during this time? Like that's it. It's a very open ended question. And what I'm finding is about one out of every 12 people is freaked out. They're, they've either lost 80% of their recurring income last week, or there's about one of every 12 people that seem to be in crisis mode. Yeah. So there's an opportunity for me to help there and just have a conversation and find out where they're stuck and maybe give some advice. And out of those two things, like I've actually had more business in the last month than, than anything else. And what happens on this lead magnet to tripwire type of thing and funnel and automation that everybody's trying to build, it seems like. is if you don't have trust and authority built up in the marketplace, it's just not going to work right now. And so, so I I would much rather spend two hours of my day just helping actual people one-on-one and one, like one of the gentlemen, I just, 
I had him on my podcast. I said, Hey, how are you doing? Is there anything you need right now? And, and his first thing was, you know, I actually am thinking about, I'm in San Francisco. I'm thinking about using this time to actually get very clear on my brand, my brand strategy and rebuild my website because right now I kind of don't know exactly what I'm doing. Um, and I've been trying all these things. And so it was like the fourth conversation I had of just asking people how they're doing turned into business for me. That's awesome. Now, I think there's a couple of things that people can do. Number one is you have to go into those conversations with the right mindset and the right heart. You genuinely just yeah. have to be asking, how are you doing? Is there anything I can do to help? Because if you're important using, key, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you use it yeah. as some weird, awkward business ploy to pitch your services uh, 30 seconds later, human beings are very, very smart. You know, we're going to figure that out and you're going to look like a complete jerk. The second key that I don't think people take advantage of enough is it's a tremendous opportunity to build new relationships with people that already have audiences built up. And what I mean by that is let's just say that one of the people I reached out to said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about wrapping up my book that I've been working on for two years and publishing it during this time because it's, it's been something that's nagging me or, or let's say it's a podcast. I've been thinking about starting this podcast for two years and it's something that's been bugging me and I, I want to use this time to launch it. Well, both of those I have connections to. I have a book publisher that, you know, for 1500 bucks, they, they do the cover, they publish it, they do everything for you and get it launched. Uh -huh. um, and there's like 300 steps involved. It's crazy. Yeah. Podcasting. I have Zach Babcock that you mentioned. He's got a course on how to launch your podcast. I've got a buddy, Travis Chapel, um, who does a completely done for you podcast launch service. Uh -huh. um, very different price points. Yeah, right. But let's just say that I didn't know those two guys. I would reach out and say, "Hey, Zach, I I know you through Nate, but I don't know you that well. Would you? I I think I have a client for you that's looking to launch his podcast, but I don't know enough about your products and services." Would you mind hopping on a 10 minute chat with me? So I know the best way to refer you. Yeah. Super simple conversation. Most entrepreneurs are like, you're going to, you're going to want to spend 10 minutes to know me better and maybe refer me a client. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that even I didn't do this very well for a long time, those are all affiliate opportunities. Hey, if I refer you somebody, and they end up buying your services, would you, do you have an affiliate program? Would you kick off 10% or 20% as a commission for the referral? The, the key there in the actual action that you can take right now is you better be very confident about the people you're referring to because that's a direct yeah, right. reflection of you. So if you refer somebody just for your affiliate commission and they drop the ball, it comes back on you. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like that Chinese uh, word for crisis or whatever is like maximum opportunity at the time for maximum debacles, you know, yeah. chance to happen. You know, it's like, yeah, you could really build your brand or destroy your brand right now in this marketplace for sure. Yeah. Thank you. I, there's some, there's some absolute uh, gold and great wis wisdom in, in that. And, uh, you know, deep rooted in a lot of experience from yourself. You know, that's what I, what I saw, you did a little training and if you, if you would drop that link in this afterwards, sure. if you're willing to share that with everybody else in the group, because uh, it's, it's awesome. And it just really breaks down the concept a little deeper on what he was talking about about just 
not manipulatively, but, you know, just because you really are a good person and you want to help people out. And, you know, there are going to be benefits from that. But, but this is a time to really, especially if you're in this group, you want to be a leader and you want to lift others up. And this, it's just a great strategy, I guess we'll call it, to be able to do that in this time for people that really do need it the most. Like you said, one in 12 people are really kind of in a crazy frantic place that really could, are waiting for someone like you to, to reach out. And, and I think one of the things it does psychologically for you as the entrepreneur, because I think we're all a little bit freaked out, right? This is yeah. all unknown. Oh. It's unprecedented. Um, even my grandma, who's, who's nearing the end of her life, she was still born in 27. So she didn't even see the last pandemic. So it's what you're going to see, I think, is you'll actually increase your own self-confidence a little bit because when you run into the first 10 people and you say, how are you doing? And eight of them are way more freaked out than you. It kind of does boost you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not that messed up. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but it, but it's fun. It's fun to, it's fun to connect. It's something that I think a lot of people have lost is yeah. when business is good, we get lazy. We're just yeah. lazy creatures in general. We want the simplest, fastest way to process things and do things which only makes sense. You know, if you read like James clear book, um, atomic habits, it's, yeah. it's like, am I going to, am I going to pick the blueberries that are 10 feet in front of me? Or am I going to walk over two mountain ranges to pick the blueberries over there? We're going to pick the easiest possible thing. And so people have gotten so soft and lazy that they're always trying to automate their funnel or, or their lead magnet. And it's just, it's like, just pick up the phone, talk to 20 people. You can do that today. You don't, the thing about it is you don't even need a working business to make money right now. You yeah. can, let's say that you're a salon owner and you're forced to close your salon down. You yeah. can still ask people, how you're doing? Is there anything I can help you with? And if they say, I'm looking to do X, Y, Z, and you don't have a connection, go find somebody that has an affiliate agreement that you like, know, and trust that can, solve that problem for that person. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's great. Just reaching out, having conversations. I, mean, I think also just the technology and the times that we're in, it's kind of a lost art too, right? People, mm. a lot of people see someone call their phone and they like throw it across the room because they, they don't want to have a conversation. They just want to message and text. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Why don't you text me first? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just wanted to actually talk to you and get this taken care of in like 10 and seconds. I, I think that's, that's it. Like um, there's a book by Jeb Blunt called Fanatical Prospecting. Um, uh -huh. and it's really just about not skipping the natural steps of human progression, yeah. um, which is like, I'm going to build a relationship. And so you can get through 50, 60 voice notes in an hour of like, hey, Nate, just seeing how you're doing. Want to make sure you're okay it's, and everything's okay. And get through those in an hour. That's prospecting. Yeah. And then the conversations that emerge and the little coffee meetings you might set up and the opportunities that come from that, that's, that's just living life and solving problems for other people. Um, yeah. But people have lost track of like true prospecting, relationship building a little bit. Um, yeah. Not everybody, but, but yeah. I, think it's right. a, I think it's an opportunity for people to restructure their habits, restructure their systems and build this into your routine. And that's, that's really, I think the opportunity today is people to kind of take a pause for a moment, get clear on, okay, what am I actually doing here? We get so into action that sometimes it just gets a little bit scattered for all of us. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tr time we can hit the reset button. Definitely. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that's, 
it's a great strategy for those of you. And I would encourage you if you're listening, like watch, watch the little clip that he's going to put in here. He keeps it short for a reason because our, our, our minds are easily distracted. And, and, uh, but we do have, if, if we got anything right now more than we normally do, for most of us, it's time, right? So take mm-hmm. the time to watch this short video and, and put it into action to go really help some people would be the biggest thing I would say. Just like really actually take this and go do it and actually implement yeah and I, I mean it's like i saw another post in a group today and it was very real practical strategy Let, let's just say that you you make three thousand dollars a month nothing crazy or or maybe maybe it's 2500 bucks a month and you cut hair for a living you could go to craigslist and find stuff for free or or facebook marketplace or whatever and you can acquire that stuff and then sell it for a little bit of a profit like you could very easily make two to $3,000 a month by sitting down at your computer, buying stuff at a discount, selling it at a profit. There, there's so many ways to play the game. And I think that's part of the problem is people consume all this knowledge and information and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then they try and implement all million ways at once and, and they wonder why it doesn't work. Yeah, right. And so I think you have to pick a strategy. Right, yeah. Pick a strategy that's in direct alignment with who you are that gives you energy and there's no way it can fail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on and uh, Sharon, taking some time uh, today to do that. Anything else before we close it out? No, man. I mean, I think think that's it. It's like just take the the time to get clear on what you're doing with your business if it's gotten out of whack. Now is a great time. There's, There's people in the marketplace that are scared, they're vulnerable, they just need a little bit of encouragement, advice, they need a friend right now. And you can either be a leader or you can be one of the people that's looking for leadership and, and I just choose to be a leader. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know, just a little bit more about Mike, like if you, you know, like myself, you have a message that you wanna get out there, you feel a little bit scattered, are you just looking for like a direction and, and a brand that you can back behind? And, and to make you look professional so that uh, your image online also matches the image that you have of yourself in person. Mike is definitely that guy to have the conversation with. And just like he is here today, he's super, like, super willing to hop on a call with you and just see what's going on. Uh, he's not going to push anything on you. Uh, he's not going to try and hard sell you on anything. Uh, he's just an incredible guy. So well, I appreciate that, man. I, I think it's... Um we do all these like free complimentary reviews for people and we just check out their social media and their website and we see, are there, are there things going on that are costing this business money um, or opportunity? So we do, if people want to take advantage of a free review, they can, they can go to uh, themakeovermaster.com and they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn um, at Mike Young Makeovers. Awesome. Appreciate you, man. Nate, you too. Have a good one. Talk soon. No five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with her. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus 
years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, championship, championship.